What's up and welcome to Difficulty Class, a show where we gather around this podcast table in your ears and talk about some dungeons and dragons. Each week, we or a listener like you writing into difficultyclass at gmail.com come up with a topic, question, encounter, or anything else somehow related to RPGs, and we have some fun talking about them. I'm one of your hosts, Trevor Bettis, and with me this week is... Ali Deichman. That's right. Uh, and uh, we're, 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 doing, we're doing the thing. Yes. We're, yes. <laughs> We, you know, a long time ago, listeners, if you you were around then, we, we said that we were going to review a book every 10 episodes. And then we mm-hmm. took a break and mm-hmm. then we took another break. Mm-hmm. Well, like things happened. Things came up. We didn't keep doing it. It didn't. No. It, it was it wasn't going with the flow. Um, and so since, you know, we said that episode 100 is going to be the last like main form version of this. If you didn't hear that, it's a surprise. You go listen to last week's episode. Um, <laughs> and so what we're going to do. So we're gonna rank the adventure books, mm-hmm. and well, actually, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a tier list because I like tier lists. Also, there's this really awesome website where they have it already made for you, and you can just save it, and then I can post it on social media later, and nice. it saves me a lot of work. Yeah, rankings. It's not as easy to do. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we are gonna be ranking the uh, just the adventure books, and you know, we we have we ranked. The ones that we reviewed as we went, but that was going in this, like, where would you put it against all of these? But I think that putting them all against each other in a tier list. So our tiers are from S rank, because, you know, we mm-hmm. play video games. It's got to be the S rank. Um, goes S, A, B, C, D, E. And it's just basically which ones we feel go where. And the, the, we, we made some categories. Yeah. Uh, which was totally your idea and was a fantastic idea, and I totally just would have come in here and started word vomiting. <laughs> uh, the uh, the the categories that we came up with is new DM friendly, plot cohesion, resources in the book, lore or you know like you know importance to the overall story, yes. uh, and epic moments. Um, and we've kind of said that uh, that that for us. In order for a book to hit S rank, it's got to hit at least four of those. It's yeah. Got- like, uh, to be honest, th- this kind of list is like S rank would be like the books I would say you should probably play no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the like where E is like, you could pass them. You don't even have to buy them. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, a, think and- I already know which one book I'm going to vote for in there. Yeah. <laughs> like this goes without saying, this is our personal opinion. Uh, yes. Yes. And- not even mine or specifically Trevor's. This is our combined opinion. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, take what you hear is, here uh, with a, a little bit of a the, grain of salt there. <laughs> this is not gospel. No. Uh, as, as I've said so many times on the show, I don't like saying should, mm-hmm. uh, except for some very thing, some things that, you know, you absolutely should not do. Um, mm-hmm. But like, yeah, the, the, I'm not telling you what you should or shouldn't do, what you should and shouldn't spend your money on. You do you. This is just what we think. And maybe you'll have some fun listening to it. Maybe you'll... you'll an opinion about something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're a new person to D&D and you're not sure exactly where to start, like, this is a decent episode to listen to because I think it'll give you the overall recommendation of all the mm. books that you could possibly go for. And yeah. if you're a veteran to D&D, this is also a fun one to listen to because you could argue with us in oh, your yeah. car and it'd just be so fun bad. and a delight. And you can email us after at difficultyclass at gmail.com <laughs> while you still can. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you still could, but yeah, yeah, I yeah, know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, we we've got we've got a list of the the adventure books up to Rhyme with the Frost Maiden. Obviously, Beyond the Witchlight is not being included in here because as of recording, Beyond the Witchlight is not released yet. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you want to do this in order of release where we talk about them, or just kind of go willy nilly? I would love to do an order of release because my brain would work best that way okay well then um so 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 the the site itself uh which, which is tiermaker.com they really put a lot of a lot of thought into that name mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it, it, they have tyranny of dragons and horde of the dragon queen separate but we are uh rise of tiamat and uh horde of the dragon queen separate. but we're going to be ranking this as in it is tyranny of dragons as one together yes so where, where, where do you want to start with that? Do you want to start with, like, the gut feeling and go from there? Oh, yeah. my God, I'm getting a call. How rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we could talk about, like, how we overall feel about it, and then we'll go into the categories so we can uh, specifically figure out where she should belong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it's funny. I was just on a, a show recently, uh, The Tome Show, talking about Tyranny of Dragons. Hey. Um, and... Um, uh, uh, the, the c- couple of people on there did make me think differently about Tyranny of Dragons. Yeah, uh, like like made me look at it in a slightly different way, a- and still overall, like it's always going to hold a special place in my heart, but not because of the book. It's because of y'all, it's mm-hmm. because what you guys did in that campaign. But when it comes to hey, should I pick this up? Is this good or whatnot? I. I feel like it is like in the sea area for me. It's it's like literally just middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand that. And especially when you have the others to compare it to now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it. It checks off a few of these. But we'll, we'll get it. Where, where, where do you sit with, with Tyranny of Dragons? I personally rather enjoy the book. Um, from a player more mostly because I've only had a chance to slightly mm-hmm. DM it a few times. And by slightly, I mean like I literally picked a few passages and ran that. <laughs> um, but as a player, the entire book itself was very epic adventure feel to mm-hmm. it. And as far as like a D&D adventure, like Dungeons and Dragons, like it felt like an adventure, like the epitome of what an adventure should be almost in a way. I I feel like it has parts of that. Yeah. But but but, but, but like <laughs> that's the thing is it's I'm sure that as a player I've been through it's been piecemealed and adjusted. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's kind of what brings it down a little bit because I've never heard someone who ran it as is and was like, oh, it was the best thing I ever did because they're always like, no, I had to change things. I had to fix this or that or it's like, no, I completely threw this out and did this entirely different. (laughs) Like, there there are so many resources out there for changing those two books into something a little more cohesive that, yeah, as a player experiencing the story for from a veteran DM, so to speak. Like, that was a fantastic done. Fantastic story. Mm-hmm. Well done. But as, like, someone who had to ran uh, bits and pieces of it and try to make it cohesive and work, it was a little bit of a struggle because um, there was a lot of work on my end. So, yeah, I would say, like, C for that effort because I know with with the effort that I put in, I know it would come out great. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I do real, I realize that we should probably say, like, there might be spoilers in here. We'll try to call them out as we're about to talk to them. Oh, yeah. Talk about them, not to them. That'd be weird. Um, so, as far so as, like, like, you know. Overall, like, adventure synopsis, probably not going to bother saying spoilers. Yeah. There's, a, there's a dragon. But <laughs> yeah. if there's, like, an actual, like, scene or something, we'll, we'll call those out. Yeah. Um, for, for me, I do not think that this book is new player friendly. No. Um, especially again, considering what's come out and what the style of the rest of the adventure books is, I feel like getting this book, running it, and then getting a uh, curse of Strahd, you're lost. You're, yeah. you're not even the same ballpark. Ooh, those would be too bad back to back adventures to run just because there's no cohesiveness between how they're both put together. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, yeah. Plot cohe- yeah. Uh, plot cohesion. I don't think it's really got that either. Like, uh, you know, keeping it vague, like there's a lot of travel sections. There's a there's one area that I when running it, it was like, there's no reason of this happening at all. And there's no explanation for it. So I'm yeah. just going to cut it out. And it did nothing to the story. Yeah, because going back to the new DM friendly too, like they're straight up in the middle of the book, an entire section that's like in between these three chapters, you come back to this chapter. Yeah. And the plot cohesion is a part of that because suddenly you're like, okay, now onto the next part. This isn't the next part. As you turn the next page, yeah. <laughs> you it's actually like, right, have to go to chapter forward. 12. I need yeah. to go back to chapter eight. Um. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's, yeah. it throws a lot off. And in order to have to keep constantly referencing things, throughout in order to just understand why they're there in the first place yeah yeah and speaking of why they're there doesn't do a great job of that either like it it, um you know you you, there's parts where you're supposed to be in water deep it does not tell you what water deep was this is the first game i ran in the forgotten realms and i learned maybe five percent about the forgotten realms Mm -hmm. while i was reading it i did not it i did not understand a lot of stuff took years for me to like figure out stuff that was actually going on in it and going oh you know what that's a okay so we're skipping resources we'll come back to that but no 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 no, that's what yeah no i'm talking about resources in this for it is like it doesn't give you the resources of what is going on in the adventure how to handle this world that's very fair because yeah it's it's (laughs) it is supposed to be the first introductory like actual yeah. book into D&D 5e and Faerun and the Sword Coast but it does barely tell you about where and what you're doing where and uh what the places who, really look like like uh like you know slight spoilers the mast lords of Waterdeep are involved in this they don't tell you about them nope they don't tell you shit about them they're just like they might like you yeah but then um, I don't have the I don't have the resources of the DM to fully understand if they would like them. I will say, uh, as far as resources go, I do appreciate every single stat block in that book, and I've reused all those stat yeah. blocks in my home game. Yeah, and also surprisingly, the social table of trying to get the guilds and factions on your side and such like that—that that was a good one. That was nice to just physically see a table like that set up. Mm-hmm. So that way it's more beyond, especially as a first time like adventure, you're seeing like, oh, I can run a game beyond just doing encounter after encounter of, of fighting. Yeah. I could do it more than that. Granted, yeah. on the same exact page, they don't really tell you much how to 
go about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just give you it and say, yeah. have at thee. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, as far as the items and the actual stat blocks go, uh, it's fantastic. And plus you get a stat block for Tiamat, which is fun. Yeah. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Rise and of Tiamat's got Tiamat. If you're looking for really good humanoid stat blocks, the Tyranny of Dragons book is, is supplies a lot. Yeah. That was back when they were, uh, well, no, they, I mean, they still kind of do this where they, they, uh, they're like, oh, well, the adventures has the stat blocks. The monster manual doesn't, but yeah, it, it definitely does. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the last two lore and epic moments, it both has. Oh yeah. It's got the, it's got the lore elements of what it means to the forgotten realms, to your game. And it does have some just absolutely set piece, amazing epic moments. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single adventure after this. To. Yeah. Every single adventure after this even references, hey, this adventure takes place a year after Tyranny yeah. of Dragons. And here's the repercussions of Tyranny of Dragons and how it affects this book. And it's like, yep. yeah, that makes sense. It's like, why are we doing this? Oh, because of Tyranny of Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so we pretty pretty well agreed that it is uh that it is in the C rank. Yeah, I think C is is adequate for it. It's it's apt. For okay. sure going to drag both of those up there okay so going in release order Mm -hmm. next would be princes of the apocalypse and honestly i would put this at the bottom (laughs) (laughs) i did not have fun running this and it was none of y'all's fault i do not like this adventure yeah um and it is not is not dm new dm friendly oh no the plot cohesion is i still do not understand what the plot of that story is. <laughs> the, funny enough, I was able to get better plot cohesion out of understanding what that story is from the MMO. And fun fact, it has nothing to do with that. I know. <laughs> than, than the actual book itself. <laughs> yeah. It, it like I, I was playing the MMO Neverwinter. I'm just like, okay, no, I understand what you're doing here. You're even like attacking Neverwinter. You're doing things. Okay, cool. In the book, nothing Mm-mm. not doing jack or shit yeah uh and it, and it does the same thing that tyranny of dragons does where eventually halfway through the book they're like all right keep coming back to this chapter i'm like why are there numbers yep why are there numbers on these yeah uh there's <laughs> there's definitely a lot of issues with the plot like cohesion and with how it forms into one after the other if they mm-hmm. did honestly set it up nowadays i feel like they would play it off more like Waterdeep. Where yeah. instead of choose your own villain, it'd be through the seasons, like instead of seasons, you're just literally, here's fire, here's water, here's earth, here's air. Yeah. yeah. They would just make it simple. And then the grand finale where they come together. <laughs> yeah. Know? If they come together. Yeah. Um, it was their it's... first stab at a sandbox. And, yeah. and I'll give them that because it did give us a little bit of a sandbox and it was sort a really, of. it was like, <laughs> it was the Hell's Kitchen of, of New York, you know? It was a two-block radius that they really focused in on when you went into the, what is it? And, but there, there just wasn't a lot of meat there. But there wasn't a lot. Like, yeah. they, they were like, oh, go to this valley. It's all happening in there. And it's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> and like, resource-wise, sure, yeah. I think that's like the one I would give it. It's got very detailed maps. It's got detailed stat blocks. It's yeah. got items. So it it has that stuff there. But <laughs> uh, 
uh, actually implementing them and knowing how and when to implement them. Mm. Yeah. Um, Moving and as far as lore goes, nothing. It doesn't sorry, even. Go, go fun, funny enough about the lore concept, it doesn't even really go into the elemental cults themselves beyond they're no. trying to do bad things. Yeah. They don't really go much into their history. They don't really explain too much about why they're there in the first place. Why did they pick those that small valley to do all their destruction in? Why did they... <laughs> and the, the, the villains are so one-dimensional. Like, they're just bad because... Yeah. Because they're bad. Yeah. It was a very much... It, it kind of felt like like a children's TV show in the sense of like, here are the bad guys, here's your setting, and then here's the heroes that you just throw at them. Yeah. What wacky hijinks are they going to get into this week? Yeah. Epic moments. There's only one that I can think of out of the entire adventure, and it's all the way at the end. It's the finale. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's, that's And even then... I don't think it's as epic as it should be. And I say that because I did end up doing it and made it like a thousand times more epic. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I'm just like, why have one of these big bad things when you could have all of these big bad things? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, like like overall, like for me, that adventure hits one of these notes. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> for being a book about like occults trying to bring the other elemental planes into the material plane it didn't provide a lot it didn't do much for altering the the overall canon it's never referenced mm -hmm. again no one knows yep. it happened <laughs> like that's it yeah yeah mm -hmm. you could this is one of those books where you can completely skip and no one would be the wiser uh, so much so that when I was on said uh, Tom show, someone brought up Princess Apocalypse and I started laughing when I legitimately forgot that adventure existed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, so where, 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 where are we dropping, dropping this one? Like for me, like, honestly, it is E. I'm sorry. Like, it's yeah. just, it's it's the bottom for me. Like I would not do it. I would not run this adventure. I would not tell people to run this adventure. I was going to say there's even a, a dungeon, but I'm like, no, there's not even a dungeon that you could pull from because the dungeon is very just like, here's a bunch of rooms with random things in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I would put it in E. I wouldn't recommend that one. In fact, I've yeah. literally not recommended that one to people <laughs> at the bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I, I I'm now looking at the the beginning like, like the, this in chronological order. I'm like, oh man, they, they had a they had a rough time because out of the abyss is next, and I'm not that grand on that one either. Um, my my gut tells me D, but but mm -hmm. the resources in it are yeah. chef's kiss. I. Not kidding when I say I bought this entire adventure book for the stat blocks. Yeah. But again, here we've got another but. You can now get those stat blocks outside of this book. Mm-hmm. But like, so my, my gut is like DC area. Okay. Um, what 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 about you? Where where are you feeling with this one? This is gonna be like the only book where I really 
won't be able to contribute too much because I've never a played it and I've never actually ran it. It's like the one book I don't own. <laughs> um, so I, th- this one I, I will admit I've not run, but I have read mm-hmm. and I read it because I, I it was potentially a game I was going to run for uh, you and some of our friends mm-hmm. and very quickly into it. I got a big red flag. And, you know, if you do, if you don't want any spoilers for out of the abyss, skip ahead like a minute or two. But the, it, it well specifically for the beginning. Yeah, that's the part that I'm going to be talking about. This book starts off on the wrong foot because you're imprisoned. All of your stuff is taken away and you can't do anything. Oh, I remember. I remember you being so excited. You got the book. You're like, yeah, it's going to be great. And then like the next week you come to us, you're like, I don't know if we can do this, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the format of it is, you know, it's all about the Underdark. And like, you know, this is not this part's not spoilers because like they're like it's Underdark and there's demons and Mm -hmm. but like, you know, a lot of it is just walking through the Underdark. For like half the book yeah so i also wanted to point out the con- the the, the con- lore consideration is almost obsolete now because they want to start readjusting how the drow are viewed and how yeah. they're played and how oh, that's a good point everything is portrayed well so i the, the one thing with it is that this is very much said to be menzo barons and drow yeah, like it, it. It is not just like these are these are just evil drow. It's like no, these are from Menzo Berenson, and um, I, I'm. It still take me a while to say it like that because I've recently found from B Dave that that's how uh, R.I. Salvatore says it. And it fucked me up. Uh, Menzo Berenson. <laughs> yeah, it's Menzo Berenson. Menzo Berenson. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it fucked me up. Uh, but uh, so like I I will give it that at least. So like you know they are keeping the lore that like those drow are evil. They worship Lolf. They're indoctrinated and shit like that. Um, but like the big the big thing about this is like you know it's called Out of the Abyss, but like what's it's part of the Rage of Demons plotline, which they ended up abandoning that style of thing. Um, and you know the whole point that I got this is because the Demogorgon's in there. Orcus is in there. Like yeah. they, they, they got the, the Demogorgon is on the cover and looks badass. Um, mm-hmm. But like, like, okay, let, 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 let's let's go through it like this. It is still extremely railroady. Um, yeah, makes you do a lot of travel minus a map. <laughs> I do not feel like this is new DM friendly. Mm-mm. No, um, travel enough is is difficult to to work out as it is but now you're traveling in a constantly quote dangerous place where there's there is no safe place essentially unless you run into some flumps like there's you're traveling uh, if you (laughs) if you don't have night if you have dark vision sol yeah it's not to mention uh the sticky situation of okay like can you imagine sitting down at a table and being getting you finally got your friends into D&D everyone built their character they built all their they they one character even spent all their money specifically to get like the items they wanted and yep. you're like all right you don't have any of that yep <laughs> like I, I and i know how that is cuz i've done it and i thought it was going to be cool and then it wasn't no your players just end up being sad angry upset confused yep. and they just don't want to play uh plot cohesion 
Uh, I'm going to do another spoiler to tell you something for why this is the lowest rank I will give it. Uh, if you don't want any spoilers for Out of the Abyss, skip ahead a minute or two. Half of the book is walking through the Underdark. The, at the midway point, you get out of the Underdark and you're free. And then it's like three months later, you come back what <laughs> yeah three months later some dwarves get you together and it was like we need you to go back in there oh my god it's the descent it's the sequel to the descent yeah it's the sequel to the descent essentially except like way less interesting <laughs> um so i I, the, 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 I can't give it plot cohesion at all like it, it, it doesn't work no <laughs> yeah at all again it's it's one of those concepts of like yeah the mmo really did it well here because the MMO yeah. was such a cool story, how they pulled it together. Mm -hmm. They had Brunor trying to reclaim his homeland, which is underneath in the it. Underdark. And then he's all like, yeah, we need to go get it. And then they'd come across demons who were having access under the area. And he's like, well, we got to go fight them. And then he's like, I got some friends. And then you find all the new companions. And you're like, okay. And then it's a fun story. Yeah, it would have been great. Yeah. Not there. Yeah. Lore doesn't exist. No. Uh, nothing about this has ever been brought up again. It has had no repercussions on the Forgotten Realms in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Which is funny because it's the concept of a prince of the abyss. Multiple, possibly, right? Yep. Breaching into the mortal plane and wreaking yep. havoc. But yep. not even Mordekainen's mentions it. And nope. there's an entire chapter on the Blood War and how the abyss needs to stay in the abyss. And it's not one mention. <sighs> Nope, nope. Best watchers were asleep that day. Yeah. Um, and as for epic moments, there's there's demon lords, but like even that is tough to get behind because epic scenes can get muddled so fast with like yeah. madness tables. Yeah. And suddenly, oh well, your character can't do anything. Why? Because they're mumbling in place for three minutes, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Or it's like, oh, the paladin just did the final blow. Cool, what were you doing? I was running literally in the opposite direction because I was afraid. I will say, it's not fun in an RPG. In a video game, it's hilarious. Yeah. I'm playing this new Marvel mobile game that's like an MMO. One of the bosses confuses all of you and you start targeting your friends and it was really funny seeing spider-man make a giant web ball and then a web bat and just smack it into iron man's face it, <laughs> i nearly died uh, <laughs> um but that's neither here nor there um i think i was talking through it you know i said c or d for me i think i'm gonna i, I think i would drop it in d and it's only because i would I think it's better than Princess of the Apocalypse because it's just so bad. I mean, as far as, I mean, this is a tier list. That's the whole purpose of this, right? As, as far as yeah. doing certain things better, I think it's, I think it possibly could be better than Prince of the Apocalypse in certain regards. So I think I I, I would agree. Well, 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 hang on. Actually, let, let, let me let me do something real quick. Because yeah. uh, out of the abyss. Uh, so we said no to that, no to that, no to that. No. Actually, no. If we're going by our categories, it's got to go in the same tier. <laughs> True. All right. So you know what, uh, Alibis, uh, you are uh, you are keeping Prince of the Apocalypse cozy in the E rank. You know what? I'm kind of okay with that because yeah. I think those two I, books are literally the smallest books, right? Aside from Waterdeep. 
No, they are bigger than water. They deep. are okay. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, out of the abyss is 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 a little little thick. Just a little bit. But, but now we come to the good stuff. <laughs> Curse of Strahd. Ah. Okay. Okay. You know what? Because I I I th- I feel like we should just get into the categories because my gut is S or A. I know we have to do this by category. That's why I had the categories. Category. We got to do this by se- we got to do it by science. Um, new DM friendly. That is a problem. A huge uh, one. <laughs> yeah, I would I I would tell a new DM be excited for this game. Do not run it first. <laughs> yeah, it's. So the thing about Curse of Strahd well, <laughs> is oh, okay. no, never mind. there's several daunting things about it for new DMs. First of all, it's a sandbox. Um, yep. You're basically given the entire map of Barovia and you're like, this is where your players can go. Have fun. Yep. And sure, you have bits of direction, which, by the way, is pulled through a reading, which you can set up. But again, yep. that's still work on the DM for them to do. Mm hmm. But yeah, that's true. It's this huge sandbox and there's plot that the DM has to choose from and the plot itself. Sure, it's like four steps and then the big fight. But oh, my God, that castle. Yeah, yeah. It's the whole second chapter and it's massive. I love that in the Beetle and Grim box, <laughs> there's a book all for it. There's one book that is all Ravenloft. Yeah. I kind of wish it was a separate book because it's a lot. Yeah. And to be fair, that castle is really cool. And like every room has a story to tell. It really does. Mm-hmm. But it's so huge. And there's so many possibilities within that castle. Like all three of your plot points can be within that castle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can get there real fast. And it's like on top of that, you're dealing with a major villain that wants to show up constantly Mm -hmm. the book suggests them to show up constantly and running that as a new dm is so hard because as a new dm you're like okay here's the villain roll initiative right Mm -hmm. the book tries to suggest how to go about that otherwise but for a new dm i could see how that could be really difficult yeah especially if no one's like giving you the heads up or advice about it beforehand too yeah so I think being new DM friendly, it's I no. not at all. I w- I'm going to give it plot cohesion for the me. The only and, thing and I would argue against that is the fact that the castle's chapter friggin two. <laughs> so, well, so here's the thing. Here's what I'm separating because that I'm not talking about layout. I'm talking about plot. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I'm giving it for this is everything in that book is tied to Strahd. Yeah. No matter where you go, because it is a sandbox, you can go to different places. No matter what, somehow it is tied to Strahd. Somehow it is still keeping the plot going. There's there's very few places in that book where it's like, dead stop, we're not talking about Strahd anymore, it's all about this. Yeah, and I mean, and that's what I was saying earlier, is like, the only thing I could say about plot cohesion is the layout of the actual book itself. The actual plot yeah. is fantastic. But, but I, I feel like for plot, we have to like not think about the layout of the book. Cause like even with Tyranny of Dragons and stuff, I wasn't thinking about like the, the layout of it. I would have reamed it for that. Um, <laughs> um, but it like, I, I definitely think the layout of the book is what takes it off of new player friendly. But as far as plot okay, goes, story, 
yeah. 100% this book oozes plot. The one thing that I wish it prefaces more in the beginning than uh, otherwise is it, it kind of sets itself up to be a horror adventure, but it's not really. It's supposed I to. Disagree. I disagree. I think it's more of a mystery. Well, I, I, I think it is, but I, like, I think it definitely comes down to like the, the style of the DM. Like, I did not run it as horror-y as it could be, because I definitely think that this game, that that one could just be just straight up horror. <laughs> like, it could be, but like, I think the reasoning why people, the story is so engaging is because you are trying to solve the mystery behind Strahd and that how is to fair. fix the situation. Yeah. Because, uh like it's a horror mystery yeah true. <laughs> but like yeah. as far as the mystery like points that you should hit curse of Strahd does it so beautifully and you said it right like every single location is a hint every single yeah. location is a possible point that gets you in the right direction every single location tells you something a little bit more about the locale or about the people and mm -hmm. it really does center in on on the actual mystery of it all mm-hmm yep um resources i do think it's got it it's got a bunch of good maps it's got so many handouts it it's does. got all the handouts yeah it's it's full of npcs it's yep. full of uh it has several items which are very useful and fun too that you can pull out and put into any game um it yep. has the vampire stat block like if you want to have yeah. more than just here's a vampire it has strahd stat block <laughs> yeah which does make a difference <laughs> you know and it the, goes the items in it yeah oh my god yeah it has like esmeralda it has van richten it's like it goes into all that and you get so many npcs that you could possibly pull in and put into any game yeah which i think is yeah the resources themselves are fantastic and if you did want to have a big fuck off castle dungeon there you go. One's already built for you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Want a huge staircase? There it is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Definitely the uh, resources are top tier. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, there's a resource we did that. Lore. <sighs> like, it's got a lot of Barovia lore. Yeah. But... This is not something that has like in my game, it has it does have an overbearing like effect on future plots. If you were running this and they just left the miss, it would have an effect on your players. Mm -hmm. But the overall lore itself, if we're talking like what it contributes to the Forgotten Realms overall, it doesn't do a lot of that. But see, the thing is, though, is that, like I almost that's almost one of its strengths. Yeah, but on the same exact hand, one of the things that bugs me the most about this story is literally at the end of the book tells you, well, no matter what they do, eventually Strahd will come back and it will go back to the way it was. I am the land. And I'm like, cool. So that it's so we just went through the gray. We just the whole thing was pointless. Yeah, it was for nothing happened. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um epic moments. I think it's God in spades. Oh, yeah. I think, I think this book has epic moments in almost every part of it. I mentioned this earlier, but every time Strahd shows up. Yeah. And that happens yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
yeah yeah uh, each locale so, like it, the, mm-hmm. when you see the big tree you know it's like when you see like werewolves for the first time when you bad wolves when you just you're going towards the forest for the first time and you see the hangsman like just the yeah. gallows every single scene has like sets you up for just setting the mood yep and every single one of those is amazing <laughs> mhm okay so I think because we said need to hit four of them, only hit three. Just going to A rank. I think A is a good place for it because yeah, okay. it, it because of how unfriendly it is to new DMs and not even new DMs, but like DMs in general. Yeah, yeah. If you're not used to the way that book's set up, yeah, you and have to spend time. You're with not going to be used to how it's set up until you're either halfway through it or you already ran it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Storm King's Thunder. <laughs> is the next one and i know i know it's got it's got a it's got a soft place in your heart um i my gut is not even split i i actually have it in a b oh really yeah um it it's it's got a lot going for it um but it almost has too much going for it that it that things get lost that's fair. Um, like, you know, the, this is supposed to be an adventure that's covering the entirety of the Sword Coast, but it does better than Tyranny of Dragons, but still not a lot. Like, when you read about Waterdeep, it's three paragraphs about one dude in Waterdeep. <laughs> yeah. I will um, give you that. Yeah. Definitely. Because, like, I, my, my gut feeling, I would say, would be closer to an A, simply because... I, and I can see that. It, I can see it hits that. a lot of the... It hits a lot of the points for me, and I do recommend yeah. this book a lot for people that are starting yeah. out. Um, I, I I don't think it's new DM friendly. Um, it is it, rough to get into, and on top yeah. of that, there is the whole <laughs> the casual barbarians that uh, is an entire plot point uh, concept where it's like, mm-hmm. well, who are these lovely people, and why are we raiding their sacred homes? Ah. Oh, for reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's a lot to kind of juggle around with that, but I think it does handle the sandbox way better than the previous sandbox games. Mm-hmm. So it actually does guide you a lot better, and it provides you with an actual full map of the Northern Sword Coast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. And uh, if you're curious about any pl- any point on that map, mm-hmm. it has at least the name of it. Yeah. And a little bit of thing in there and even a little mini quest if they show up there, too. So I think Mm -hmm. as far as like it's it is DM friendly, but at the same time, it it's challenged still. Yeah, because they they try to set you up, but I feel like they don't set you up enough Mm -hmm. because it is. There it is. It's DM friendly, but it's not new DM friendly. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and like some listeners are like, well, why is it new? Why is new DM friendly so important because like we are taking this from the the role of like somebody coming to us and talking to us about what game they should run and you know most of the time i get asked that question by new dms Mm -hmm. i don't often get that question from people who are comfortable dming they know what they want to do yeah um and i do think it is important i think saying that something is new dm friendly gives you an expectation of how easy it is to read put together get a group together and run Mm -hmm. um so that that's why that one is an important one to us plot cohesion on this one i third act plot cohesion fantastic yeah 
again, it's everything before that. <laughs> it's that the whole chapter three where it's nothing but it's a sandbox. Spend yeah. spend a X amount of time until they find these two things, and then that yeah. will get them to the next chapter. And and one of my problems is it the like what I was saying with Strahd, where like everywhere you go, it's connected to Strahd. It's still connected to the overall plot. The 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 giant groups are sort of connected to it because it's they are sort of connected into in it because the main plot point set off their new evil goal. Yeah. But their new evil goal has nothing to do with the main plot points. Yeah, that is the that is the tricky bit about this book is that there's not just one villain, there's five on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and each of those are completely independent of each other. That one main villain granted is influencing them in her yeah, own way, but, you, but it's not really a big thing. You have no way to hint that. No. In fact, the players don't even find out the main plot of the story until the third act. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually... They are told what's going on until then. I was just telling Spencer, that's my main gripe with Storm King's Thunder, is the players don't actually get a chance to figure out what's going on in the early game unless they ask very specific questions at a very specific point. Yeah. And they're and only limited to five to questions. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, resource wise, it it doesn't have the the stuff that I feel like is important for the locations of the sword goes. However, it's got maps everywhere. It's got stat blocks everywhere. Um, it, it, it has a lot to work with. As it is, I I mm -hmm. will give it resources. Oh yeah, because it, it it does have a lot of them. The items are really fantastic too, and the locations are really great because you don't even have to be in Storm King's Thunder to really use the those locations either. Yeah, uh, they're really well thought out, and they actually make sense. There's no random thing that's like, why is this here? It's because it makes sense in that area. Yeah. Uh, lore. I will give it this. It's connected mm -hmm. to Storm King's Thunder. Or not Storm King. It's connected to uh, Tyranny of Dragons. And it's connected to Tomb of Annihilation. Yeah, it's directly this, connected. This plot matters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> this plot I, I, happened I, because of Tyranny of Dragons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then plot points in Tomb of Annihilation happened because this happened. Mm hmm uh, no, I, I absolutely think it's got the lore. And as far as epic moments, absolutely. Oh, it, there's it, so it many has, of them. There, there's too many of them to count. There's like dungeons it, and dragons. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um. Well, I, 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 I think I think I get what you're saying with it being an A. Like I, like my gut was B, but like talking about it, I do think it's an A. Yeah, I think it's also just a good book to have because it's like, what is this place? Like you're seeing a place on the map, and then you can open up and you get a paragraph about it. Yeah. Which is, by the way, exactly what you get when you get Wildemount. Yeah, true, 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 true. So true, I'm true. like, you know what? That's if I just need a quick reference and I don't want to use Google. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Our next one is uh, Tales of the Yawning Portal. Ah, uh, yes. Um, so we 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 are talking about the 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 small adventure books. Though I did realize Candlekeep Mysteries is not on here, but I have not had a chance to actually sit down and read that book, so it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't think you have either. I have only had a chance uh, to actually read one of them, and then it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, so 
Okay, well, actually, like, the way that we're, we're ranking these and whatnot, maybe we shouldn't do the adventure books. Because they don't fit quite a few of these. <laughs> I was thinking we could do Ghost of Saltmarsh because that can be seen as an overall campaign easily, and it has a setting, and it fits into the world easily. Okay. But maybe not yeah, yeah. Tales of the Yawning Portal. Tell, tell you what, we'll, we'll, we'll add in an honorable mentions. And we'll just put it down there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay. Honor. Uh, I'm not going to try and spell that right now. I'm just going to put it like that and we're just going to drop that boy in there. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cause the more we talked about it, the more I'm just like, oh, you know what? That doesn't work. <laughs> Tomb of Annihilation. Mm-hmm. <sighs> this one, I, I, I love Tomb of Annihilation. I think it's a great book. It's B or C for me. It's rough. Yeah. Honestly, the more I think about it, the more I think it's going in C. Yeah. Um, and the main reason for that is the last part of the book, uh, is not anyone friendly, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it, as written, is a slog. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff in there, but also a lot of problematic stuff too. Uh, yeah. And we, you know, which is. Watsi is look uh, you know working on and stuff like that but there's still a lot of colonialism and stuff in it like that which does definitely drop it down for me white savior uh, concept it's it's a it's yeah. a lot yeah <laughs> but like like mechanically it's it <sighs> is the most crunchy of the campaigns we bring this up every single time we talk about travel travel sucks in this game and it's it's so in reference bad. to this game <laughs> so bad like like yeah having to roll three times per quarter of the day makes me just want to like just you know chuck dice at my face yeah <laughs> like it's it's just the three times it's like the first one is for temperature the second one is for rain and i think the third i forgot what the third one is uh, uh random encounter random encounter that's right yeah um yeah. And then you only get a random encounter like 16 to 20. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it's um, I did that rules as written. I did that travel for the first half of our uh, first half, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so to speak, of that game. And oh, my God, I, ha I, I have a journal. I'll take a picture of it at some point and just share it because it shows all the dice rolls I did. And I actually did them every single for every single day. <laughs> Mm -hmm. It was so yeah. much. It, yeah. It was the most prep I had to do that meant nothing to the game. Yeah. Uh, and it, it took me a bit to realize, like, this is not contributing at all. It's just putting more work. No one is getting any fun from this. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. the, the, so new DM friendly, absolutely not. Mm -mm. But, I'm going to put a big but there. <laughs> like, Baby got back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it has a very good layout. Yeah. I, I actually very much enjoy the layout of this book because it presents it in chunks. Yeah. Where it's like, this is where they're going to be for this part. Here's everything they could touch in that part. Yeah. Now they're moving into this part. Here is everything in that part and it does that through each 
chapter of it and it is so beautifully laid out that i didn't get lost Mm -mm. and that that is amazing to me that i did not get lost in this book considering it's literally a book about getting lost for what it is (laughs) i think it's the best laid out sandbox they have ever made yes yes hands down yeah hands down like beating out storm king's thunder and curse of strat as far as sandboxing goes this was laid out the best like, I kind of want to give it a bonus point just for how good it's laid out. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly. <laughs> you know what? Uh, yeah. You know what? We're, we're, we're. Oh, you know what? I will give it the point for its resources. I will count that as its resources. Okay. Because it, it has it fully understood. Plot cohesion. It's that shift in the middle, man. Yeah. You're, you're running like, two games suddenly, and they're two totally different tones. It's there, <laughs> but like, like the, there's, I, I, I don't even know how to properly describe it. Like the plot is given to them at the beginning mm-hmm. and that's the plot. Yep. Go do the plot. Yep. Everything's going to get in your way to get to the plot, but that's it. <laughs> So I, 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 it's hard for me to say if it has plot cohesion, because like, it's really hard to not have it when it's literally go here and do the thing. Yeah. It's tough, though, <laughs> unless you're like specifically asking a snake lady exactly what's going on. It's hard to find the motivations behind why certain villains are doing what they're doing. That's fair. Because, like, no, suddenly... I forgot about that. It's like, That's oh, fair. yeah, we found this lost city. Cool. Well, now why do we have to trek through this place? That is fair. I totally forgot about that part of it. Yeah, no. Plot cohesion, not even in there. And then, like, nope. you get to the end of it and you discover something really weird is happening. Unless you have an expository villain at the end, you don't know what that thing is. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay, no. No plot cohesion. Yeah. Uh, lore... Um, I think it does mainly because, and this is this is not this is literally the setup for the entire freaking adventure. the The fact that everyone who has been reincarnated, you know, brought back to life, is suddenly dying, I think that's cool as fuck. Yeah, I think that has massive plot implications. I've continued to have it where the the what 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 do they call it the uh, oh god, I can't even remember what they called the it's thing like, like the, the dying death the death curse or something like that. It's some- death curse. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to give it lore because it does have a lot of implications in it. Yeah. But epic moments. It's got like one that I can think of that's really cool. What sucks is that the epic moments are really reliant on those random encounters. And it's not even it's not even like it's it's not even that it could be an epic moment. It could be a massacre yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it's not set up to be an epic moment no and if it is that is literally the players doing something miraculous but the book itself does not have that has like two epic moments in there that i can think of yeah i mean i think that's kind of a point against it is that the book kind of tends to set itself up to be one step ahead of the players at all times and so there's really it doesn't allow the players to be the cool people to the you know the cool group in the midst yeah. of things. It doesn't give them a chance to really kind of shine because if there's if they're shining, that means that you're like 
according to the book, you're you're giving them too much. <laughs> yeah, they need they need yeah. to go through the jungle and sweat a lot and have exhaustion mm-hmm. one because it's hot and humid. Yeah. <laughs> so that gives it two points on our scale. Is that a D or a C? <laughs> um. I mean, that that falls in line with Tyranny of Dragons. But like for me, I'm just like, is it sitting at a D or a C? Is is, is Tomb of Annihilation at, uh, like, should it be under Tyranny of Dragons? And man, that is hmm. Hmm. Tyranny of Dragons is a C. Tyranny of Dragons is a C. You know what? Yeah, I. Funny enough, I'd be I mean, willing. I to, we can move stuff. I know. <laughs> Just. But I'd be willing to, yeah, put it underneath. I would recommend someone to play Tyranny of Dragons before Tube Annihilation. Okay. Okay. This is this is interesting. Right. This is real interesting. See, and we were just saying stuff after those review episodes without thinking into it too much. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Hang on, one, two. Okay. So, here's what I think. The, the, this, we are almost at an hour. I know. <laughs> we are halfway through this list. Uh, I think we should stop it here. Come back next week. Let people. I, I would love to hear your reactions to what we've got so far and where <laughs> y'all think the rest should go. Yes, please. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm gonna save this right now. One, so we remember. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh and then we'll come back next week we'll finish out this list and i would love uh uh listeners i love your input on what you think should go where um and if you think we're just freaking wrong <laughs> oh my god yeah and if you think we missed a very key point that would add or subtract from a category for a book mm-hmm. let us know because hey you know and you know what maybe maybe between now and then we could actually rekindle mysteries. <laughs> true but then i have to then i have to figure out how to get that image in here anywho we'll figure that out but yeah i i think that is a good place to put a pause on this mm-hmm. and 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 come back next week fresh we can look at what we have we have wrought uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you, how, how's that sound that sounds fantastic yeah because i don't want to just speed through the rest of these because i want to go don't, into them yeah i do i do yeah 100 percent. and we, we got some good ones coming yeah we got some good ones coming um, okay, well, that is where we are going to stop this episode uh, <laughs> and uh, come back for part two of our rankings. Was not expecting this to be a two-parter, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that does that is going to do it uh, for, for this week's episode. If you enjoyed uh, this episode, the best way to support it is by uh, leaving a review on your podcast service of choice uh, and telling your friends about the show, even though they're, you know, it's like, hey, we're, they're going to be in it. But you could tell them, like, hey, you know, this is a whole whole podcast. Start start back at the beginning. You got hundred episodes. Oh yeah, you, 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 yeah. They'll they'll we'll, they'll be done by the time you get to them. Uh, <laughs> and then they got a whole actual play you can listen to. Um, so yeah, tell them about that. Uh, if you have any questions, topic suggestions for our last few episodes, uh, or want to just yell at us about how wrong our tier list is and where things should be, you can send those into difficultyclass at <laughs> gmail.com. Uh, and you can also follow us and tweet at us on Twitter at Difficulty Class. If you can also find us on Twitter, Allie, where can they find you? AllieBug321 on Twitter. And also I run another actual play called Roomy Roamers, where I feature me and my roommates <laughs> roaming through the yeah. high seas. <laughs> Mates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Trevor. There is an A hiding in there. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, something moved next to me. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the Trevor. There's an A hiding in there. Uh, but uh, yeah, that is going to do it for this episode. So until next week, have a good game.